This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 2132, How English Grammar Helps You Avoid Being Quiet. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Which is more valued in your culture, listening or talking? Today, we answer a listener question about three ways to use the word quiet, and we dive into deeper questions of culture and life. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team, but it can be time consuming reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to Indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lindsay, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? What's going on? Excellent. I'm wondering, do you ever have a quiet day? A quiet day. Oh, it sounds so great. Um, Doesn't that sound lovely? <laughs> do you mean like the things going on around me are quiet or I'm quiet? <laughs> I was Either. Up to you. There are so many meanings of the word quiet, right? <laughs> sure. I have a quiet day sometimes. Sometimes it's yeah. good to have like a noisy day <laughs> and then a quiet day. So I miss the, I miss quiet days, right? Now that I have yeah. four children, there's never a quiet day. Mm, I know. <laughs> Maybe if I go on vacation somewhere super chill, then I could have right. a quiet day. <laughs> or if the kids go to camp or something and you have the house to yourself. But yeah. Mm. Wow. But sometimes I do feel a little more quiet. I love that you said like like me, am I being quiet? Sometimes right. I'm yeah. a little more quiet. My kids will be like, mom, what's wrong? Why are you so quiet? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes you're just in a more reflective mood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's interesting. This word quiet does have so many meanings and Mm -hmm. is used in so many ways, right? It's a noun. It's a verb. It's an adjective. We got a really good question about this that we're going to answer today. Give you guys lots of details about how you can use this interesting word. All right. So I will dive in and read the question. This question is from now or never. Love it. Uh, This student says, hi, Lindsay, Michelle, thanks, and Aubrey and Jessica. Many thanks for all of uh, what you provide for us to improve our English connection with the real English world. I have a question about the word quiet that carries multiple meanings. 
Uh, it's sometimes it's a noun, verb, adjective. Uh, need to break it down to know all situations it's being used in. Nice. Good question. Yes. Right? Very good question. This can make English so tricky when if you could know it's just an adjective and could, you know, and master yeah. how to use that, easy. But unfortunately, right. for a lot of words, that's not the case. So Correct. we're going to share lots of examples for how it's used in all of these different ways. Yep. And don't forget, guys, go check out episode 2099, where we talked about how to switch topics like a pro for better connection, because that is a good way to learn how to move between topics, which is something we yes. all need to work on to move to 99% yes. fluency. Yep. So many great phrases in that episode to help you transition mm -hmm. and really good advice for knowing if it's time to transition. That was a great episode. Love it. All right. Let's get into it, Aubrey. Where do we start today? All right. Let's start with the adjective quiet, right? This just means, of course, making little or no noise. Mm -hmm. So this is like when I said sometimes I'm being quiet, I feel quiet. I'm using this as an adjective. So let's give some examples. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my car is so quiet that sometimes people step right in front of it. Ooh, that might be a danger of an electric the, Actually, car. this happens to me a lot. My car is fully electric oh, and I'll be right. in a parking lot and someone won't hear it and they'll just oh step gosh. right in front of me. You don't think about the downside of having a very quiet car. Interesting. I have to drive very slowly just that's in really case anyone true. doesn't hear it. I never thought about that, but that's a really good point. Dangerous. <laughs> yes. And my children, yeah. when they're crossing the road, often they're just listening for a car and they'll go, I'm like, you have to look because you might not hear some cars these days. Wow. Okay. And then what else? What else? And then, of course, the instructions I often have to give my children, just please be quiet. And here we're using it as an adjective. We're asking someone to lower their voice, lower the sound they're making, maybe stop running around. <laughs> right, right. And then the next one is talking about kind of a personality trait, right, right Aubrey? Yeah, it someone... means not talkative. So this okay. is tricky, too, because just the adjective quiet has three meanings. So first, like just something that's making little noise. And then the second is to be not talkative as in a little bit shy. Right. So for example, my daughter is quiet, right? So kids mm -hmm. can be quiet sometimes. So what would be the opposite of quiet? Like a kid noisy, who is noisy, <laughs> boisterous, <laughs> maybe, right? Boisterous, rowdy, rowdy mm -hmm. could be a good one. Yes. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's like we were saying before, it's according to your mood sometimes. If someone says, oh, you've yeah. been quiet this morning, maybe someone normally is very talkative, right. but they're feeling pensive, they're a little more quiet, this yeah. might say. Hmm. So you might say that if you're checking in on someone. I think in American culture, yeah. we have a bias towards assuming something's wrong if you're quiet, right? We, That's I think true. we've said this before in other episodes, we're a very verbal culture, right? It's true. It's really interesting. And for me, at least, I am quite talkative and chatty usually. So if I'm quiet, often something is wrong. I don't usually yeah, get pensive just, just to think about the state of the world. You know, usually <laughs> I'm dwelling on something. I'm angry right. with my children. There's usually a reason. Yeah. Right. For sure. For sure. The only time for me during the week that I tend to get more quiet is like if I go to my meditation practice, obviously, well, I'm meditating, mm. you're, you should be quiet, right? There's no talking. Um, and like at the top, if I'm listening to a talk, um, then I would be kind of quiet, a little more mm. pensive, a little more inward looking, reflective. Sure. But yeah, in general, uh, we're a culture that kind of revolves around communication, verbal communication. That's true. For sure. For better or All for right, worse. There's a third meaning of this adjective. And this means unobtrusive or conservative. We often use it to talk about colors. We would say someone oh. wears quiet colors if they wear like gray and blue. And then for the opposite, we'd say loud colors for more boisterous, vibrant, colorful colors, bright oranges, bright 
you know, greens. Yes. Like Allers English, the yellow. <laughs> yes. We're definitely an out loud color kind of We brand. like loud colors here we at like Allers loud English. English. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and often this is also used to describe um, decor or decorations, right? Yes. What is your preference? For example, they prefer quiet decor. Um, what's your preference in your, in your home, Aubrey? How do you, what are your, what's your color palette? I'm curious. Yeah, we prefer quiet decor. It's often up to my partner. <laughs> I am a little less, I'm a little more apathetic when it comes to decorating oh, the home. I think that's the case that usually one of you cares a little bit right. more. Right. So, uh, but we do have some pops of color here and there. So okay. That's cool. So kind of a subdued look and then pops of color, right? Yes. What about you? Um, similar, actually, we kind of have a bit of a Scandinavian kind of look going. And I didn't realize that until I had a member of my meditation group come over and he said, your decor is kind of like Scandinavian. And I think, okay, that's cool. I didn't think about nice. it, but I guess kind of. Um, and so, yeah, cool. kind of that similar like grays. I also think that's sort of in style right now. Kind of the yes, grays, the, the subdued with the pops of color. So, yes, exactly. I'm not sure. White walls, light gray walls, right. kitchens that are very white, right? Farm At least in the style. states, that's yeah. very modern. Yeah, yeah, kind of like they call that like a farmhouse style is in is in style right now for sure in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. anyways, very right, good. Let's thing. dive into the noun now, right? So we've covered mm -hmm. the adjective. Three different ways to use quiet to describe nouns as an adjective, mm -hmm. but we also use it as a noun, and it means silence or calm. This mm -hmm. is a little less common. You might see this when you're reading. You'll hear it sometimes, and you when we hear it most often, I think it's um, collocated with peace and quiet. Like, oh, I yeah. need some peace and quiet. Yeah, this is a good collocation right here, right? Or the smoke alarm pierced the early morning quiet, and that's talking about kind of a, an environment of quiet right? That's how it exactly. felt. Yes, right? So we're using it as a noun here, which this is really kind of what makes this word confusing. It's not just an adjective. You'll see it used in lots of different ways. Oh, for sure. For sure. Do you like to go out in the morning, in the early morning when it's quiet? Yes, I love that early morning quiet. <laughs> I know no one's out, no one's awake yet. I actually really nice. do love that. Me too. I love it. I love it. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, now, my gosh, we just keep going to different ways to use it. A verb. What else? Yes. Yeah, we use it as a verb to mean to make calm or still. We often talk about this with um, children, right? I was having trouble quieting my kids down or your kids need to quiet down. And often we also um, create this phrasal verb, quiet down. Mm, I was having trouble quieting my kids down or I'm trying to quiet my racing thoughts so I can focus. Quiet your thoughts. And that's a common, you know, we talk about the monkey mind, we talk about right. this a lot in meditation practice, always moving around from top, swinging from the branches like a monkey. That is your mind. Yes. 
This is for sure something you might hear in a meditation class. They might say, quiet your thoughts. And quiet. in British English, they often say, quieten, quieten your thoughts. Oh, so really? So that's sort of a difference is that what... between American English and British English. Yeah. That in the is... US, we don't say quieten, but in no. British English, you hear that. Yeah. I've never heard that in England, but that's fascinating mm -hmm. that they say that. Huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good to know. Good to know. Um, role play today, Aubrey. Shall we do it? Yes, let's do it. We're going to use all of these different ways of using quiet. We're going <laughs> to cram them all into one role play. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I need right, a bit we're of just chatting at the park in this. Oh yeah, life. we're chatting at the park. A little context. Hey, I need a bit of quiet. My neighbors are remodeling and the construction has been so loud. Uh, I hear you. My daughter is usually pretty quiet, but today was a different story. Oh, not a quiet day, huh? What happened? She's just so talkative and full of energy. I had to quiet her down at the library. <laughs> all right. Okay, yes, we used them all here, right? We used them all. Yeah. That wow. first you said, I need a bit of quiet. And this is where you're using it as a noun. You could say, I need some peace and quiet, or just, oh, I need a bit of quiet. Yes. Love that. I need a bit of quiet. Sounds good. Um, and then you said, I hear you. My daughter is usually pretty quiet, but today was a different story. Right. Yeah. So you might hear this from someone with young children, right? Mm -hmm. Often children are, are pretty quiet and chill. And then other days they're running all over crazy and loud. You're like, oh, yeah. today was a different story. <laughs> Meaning this that was she was acting out of the norm. A little different. Yes. Yeah. You weren't used to it. Right. And then I said, oh, not a quiet day, huh? I would, And you wrote A in our role play, which sounds Canadian to <laughs> and me. And you feel I, like you should say, huh? I change that I to say huh? A sometimes. Not a quiet day, eh? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Mix it up. Mix it up. What else? Yes. And that was where it's an adjective, right? A quiet mm -hmm. day, using it as an adjective. And then I said, I had to quiet her down at the library. That's the verb. I had to get her to become more quiet. I had to quiet her down. Right. So to quiet someone down. Good. All right. So where should we leave our listeners? I feel like we've shown our listeners, we've answered this question, shown our listeners all the different ways that we use quiet. It's pretty extensive, isn't it? It is, right? And this is why a word like this can be confusing. If it were just an adjective, easy, no problem. But it's a easy. noun, a verb, an adjective. Mm -hmm. So today's tips will help you clarify all the different ways that you can use this word. Yeah. And I think actually one final thought to think about would be interesting from a cultural perspective, right? What is your culture value? Because our culture, I think, like we said earlier, this is my opinion, doesn't as much, let's say in the working world, in the professional world, I think values someone speaking up and not necessarily being super quiet. I think there's a time to listen. I think listening is underrated, but I think in general society values expression and like contributing to a conversation. What do you think about that? Yes, I absolutely agree. And I would say even outside of the working world, if you think of the average conversation, we often will do like a fire pit and we're all sitting around the fire pit. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice when, you know, everyone has something to say, something to contribute, but Every now and then I will feel myself, I'm just feeling a little quiet. I'm sitting back and just listening. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to have friends that value that, right? And mm -hmm. someone else can pick up the conversation for a little bit, right? Because I agree, both. There's positives for both, right? You want to be contributing to the conversation, but also you want to be listening. Yeah. Do they still have, here's a question, because you have kids in school. Do uh, schools still give you grades on participation? Like how much you speak up in class? 
Mm, interesting question. I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure, but I, my guess is yes. Okay. Um, I have a daughter who is really quiet and mm. she would never speak in class if she could help it. Right. And I know she'll come home sometimes and share stories of when a teacher is like calling her and encouraging her to participate. Right. I'm not sure if she's graded on it, but I, I definitely know kids are still, they're not allowed to just sort of hide in the back and never speak. Right. And I just wonder, because I know that was a big deal when I was in school, right? There was a participation score for, I don't, you know, there's probably a test score and then a participation score, or attendance score, all these things. And I remember feeling a lot of pressure to speak up in class. And that was a huge part of how you were evaluated. I wonder if in our listeners' cultures, if that's a thing, because that oh, would I'm tell curious. us a lot about what our economy values, what different economies value. Right. And I need to ask my children because that was a big deal for me too in high school and college that you, if they were having a discussion, it was being tracked. If you were participating, mm -hmm. if you were commenting, asking questions. And so I'd have to force myself to think of something to say. Yeah. It's a lot easier in a yeah. big crowd to just sit back and listen. So maybe we should do that for the poll today. What do you think? Do that Ooh, for the yes. poll for our listeners. I if you're listening that. in Spotify, you get to participate. Very cool. So uh, check out our poll after today's episode. And we're going to learn a little bit about each other's cultures. So we'll come Love up with it. something, some way of asking that. Good stuff today, Aubrey. Thanks for hanging out. Awesome. Thanks, Lindsay. See you next time. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Bye.